My Dad Blog. Real conversations, real people, real questions. I wasn't spoken to it. It wasn't spoken to me, sorry, consistently yeah. when I was younger. But now my, my daughter, she hears me doing my lessons. I try and speak to her as much as I can. So yeah. at least when she goes back, she's not as lost as I was. Does you know? your partner speak Ugandan? Um, Lugisu, yeah. Lugisu, yeah. Um, she understands it fluently. She can speak it. She should speak it. <laughs> should speak she it more, yeah. It, yeah. Is but it she something she brings into the house? Yeah, she yeah. Bring it inside. Yeah, definitely. More and more. More and more, you know, like we do a thing where I might ask her a particular word. I might say a word in Ga and she'll say it in the Gisu. Um, just so you have, you know, yeah. the understanding of both of our cultures. So your, your daughter will be culturally aware of where her grandparents come from, mm -hmm. where we are now, and moving into the future with that. Yes. So yeah. that, that's, that's a good setup for a foundation, isn't it? And it, like I said, it lets her know that she can be anywhere and be good. Yeah, you've got to learn in a Chinese language or an Asian language. Once she cracks these ones. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, because that, I mean? that'd be a powerful <laughs> young girl, you know, yeah. English, well, maybe Chinese, Japanese, <laughs> what, Japanese Mandarin, or Mandarin yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And two African languages, because China and them countries are going to be the superpowers soon, and Africa's going to be following up yeah, quite man. closely behind. I mean, we're trying, we're, after I've, I've got guard away, Swahili's going to be the next one. Oh, really? Because that is, especially in the East and Central Africa, that's like that economic language there. Okay, really? Okay, yeah. If you speak Swahili, you can go to yeah. most countries in, the, in that area and at least understand what's going on. Um, yeah. West Africa, we don't really, outside of English and French, we don't have a traditional yeah. economic language, um, which is a shame. I think that's something we need to work on. Um, but yeah, Swahili is definitely one. It's one, one of the next ones after you finish. It has to be. Ha it has to actually. In the conquer Africa, is there a retirement back in Africa or not? Nah? Is there what? I'm not even saying back in Africa. I'm, <laughs> I'm making it too small. Africa's a continent. Are yeah. you going to move back to Uganda, Ghana, or yes, as a mm. retirement plan? Yeah. Not even as a retirement while I'm uh, while oh I'm not even like that not even waiting young, for that I'm yeah. working and, con yeah. and con can contribute the best of myself that to you, the you're going out there to contribute needs to happen yeah. needs to happen you know I'm trying to make those connects now um, when I was in Kenya 2019 now um, when I was in Nairobi I spoke to a couple of construction yeah. firms out there just to try and make that link and I'm trying to you know strengthen yeah. those Corona happening didn't um, allow me to travel I wanted to go back to Nairobi last year but it just didn't allow for it yeah. so. That's kind of been postponed, but like you said, I need to adapt. I can't use it as an excuse. As an excuse, just readapt the plan and keep it moving. Um, when I when I met you again, obviously it wasn't by just meeting on the streets. It was yeah. because of jujitsu. Mm -hmm. Like I'm, um, I don't know whether you're still doing it now, but yeah. I know you got up to was it purple or blue belt? Got to dark blue. Dark blue, yeah. yeah. So what's that brown then black after brown that? Brown then black. So, yeah. so what's happened with your journey there, man? Um, excuses, man. You know, I. I Life just got really busy and I couldn't, yeah. I, I say I couldn't, but I didn't commit to it in the way that yeah. I, I, I could have at the time. Um, I would like to revisit at some point. Yeah. Um, I just need to restructure my life to, to make sure that happens. That happens. Um, but it was, it was a dope five years. It was a really, I learned oh, a lot. Was it about five years? Five years yeah. I was doing it. Um, and I learned a lot about myself in, in that time, especially when you're under intense pressure, when you're fatigued. Mate. You got someone trying to kick you in your face. <laughs> like, how do you react? You know? Mate, I, I did, um, I haven't done grading or nothing like that, mm. but I went over, because obviously we shut down there. Mm. Um, yourself hasn't been for a while. Yeah. Then Arnie hadn't been for a while. So it was just um, say, so I, I just stopped going there and I went to New Wave Academy over the road. Okay. Bro, I've never, been so humbled in my life. Humbling. Like it is like it is the most intense. Like you said, as you get more and more fatigued and the people are still carrying on 
and I've only heard about your grading by some of the kids that you trained mm. and it's like they constantly for five minutes or a couple of minutes you've got people coming left right at you and you're having to react and it's, it's, a, it's the mental thing it's, it's not really about your body yes you want to be fit because you mm. want your body to you know execute what you t- you're telling it to do but it's the psychological aspect yeah you know like when you feel like you've got nothing left what can you find in just to keep your hands <laughs> keep up your hands. just to defend yourself and yeah. stop yourself getting punched just to move and that's sometimes what they look for. Like, where's your heart? Okay, you so know? sometimes it's not about what you're doing. It's about you being able to continue even though they know... Just not quitting, you know, just not quitting. Um, th- yes, there's technical aspects yeah. to it, um, especially as you get more and more senior. But the, the, it, it, trans- it translates to life as well. Yeah. When, the, when the pressure's on, are you going to crumble? And sometimes you will. You know, I crumbled in gradients. Um, I think my, dark, my first time I went for my dark blue, I, I didn't pass that. Mm. Um, and but I went back again and I was this goes back to what we were saying before about it's what you become yeah. because I was a better jitsuka just for going to that grading and failing yeah. so by the time I went for, the, went for it the next time it was a lot easier you could have failed and give up but you, you I've been in that space up, already yeah. you know and that's life as well you yeah. know just just trying and failing you're already a better human being for that training see I, I, try and, I try to install this into my kids all the time and it's that it's resilience isn't it like yeah. nothing you do first time you'll be expert at mm. like you might be good at it or you might be better than some other people I remember I think I cheated in school anyway I not, I <laughs> bar, so I might be telling this story a bit wrong but I remember I learned something um because I went to a different school and when I went to change schools I come into the school and I was like yeah I know what we're doing so it's was, it was almost cheating in it because mm. I knew what was going to happen because I'd done it in a different place yeah but once everyone else caught up with me and I didn't know no more it's like, oh, sh- oh shit, like, now what am I going to do? Now I'm a fish out of water and I don't know exactly. anything. And because I never learned the resilience to carry on, I didn't learn it as then. And it's like, you lot, the pressure's always going to be there. Life yeah. is about pressure exactly. and what you can make out of that pressure. And it's, it's, a, it's a big deal. And the thing is, you have a responsibility to yourself to keep that pressure on, yeah. to not allow yourself to get too comfortable. Yeah. Um, yes, you need to have rests. Yes, you need to take stock of what you've done before and what it is that you're going to plan and do. But, you know, I believe as, as I'll say as men, but as, as, as people, we have a responsibility to keep ourselves stretching, stretching, stretching. Taking a step. Um, failing, picking yourself up, going again to, to have that real fulfillment in life. Yeah, I, as much as I know people today feel like life is about being easy, because it's been made easier, isn't it? We've got control for the TV. They probably can't wait to turn Sky to voice control, so you don't even have to use the control, so you don't have to find it no yeah, more. Yeah. I think we've now become, I don't know, it's not everybody, and I do want to get out of it. We just find, we just want to cruise through life without ever having a bump. Mm. Like no one, like I said, you, you could call it depression, you might not call it depression, mm. but I think it's part of life that we're going to have blips in our past that's going to bring us down. We're not going to be ourselves. and we're going to have to find something to drag us out. And sometimes we're not going to be able to get out of it for a while. I think that's life, man. Yeah, it really is. And if, if, we, if we're looking for that easy road, you know, straight away, um, might as well just give up now because it's not going to be that. Even sometimes just staying completely still, not moving, not going outside, you're going to find difficulties just from being in the house. I think yeah. people are finding that now. <laughs> yeah, you know, people yeah, have been, some, I met some people, you know, towards the end of last year that had been in their house since March. They hadn't left. Oh, no way. You know what I mean? Even when summer came and they were supposed to be, you know, get out and use that, nah. The fear had kept them, but then they found difficulty just being at home. So if you know that that's going to be the case, you might as well move and move in the direction of where it is that you want to be in. Yeah, and I, I think that's one of the things, like I said, 
at the thing when I do my vision board, it's about being finding things that I'm not like scared. I'm not going to jump off a building without a parachute or nothing like that. But you know, things that test me. Yeah. Things that I feel a bit uncomfortable to begin with, and like jump in sometimes and just like you know what, come out better. I've either failed, but I've learned so much about myself. Right. But I'm never going to give up. Yeah. Life is not about giving up. It's about understanding. Sometimes you can't be happy. I'm not happy all the time. If anyone ever asks me, which most times people are being insincere when they ask you, "How are you, Thomas?" I'm good. Yeah, it's that's because a big I'm. Default. Yeah, it's yeah. easy, but it's because yeah, most people I don't don't want to have the conversation. But it's like I'm actually fine. Like even if I'm happy, I'm good. I, and I understand I can't be my best all the time because yeah. that's part of life. You might see me today and. And I'm I'm good, but I'm 50% now than what I was yesterday. Ooh. But I have that understanding of myself now, where if I get into an uncomfortable situation, I notice how I react. I yeah. know how I feel. Um, I also know how now have people around me where I can call up and say, you know what, the situation I'm a bit nervous about, and obviously everyone's just going to tell you to do it because are you going to die from it? <laughs> no. Yeah. So why are you not doing it? Yeah, why are you not doing yeah. it? And you know, it's understanding those insecurities or those fears that are there, but that self-awareness is going to be what propels you, you know, at the end of the day. And there's something I've been saying to myself of late, um, which is I'm grateful but dissatisfied. Mm -hmm. And, you know, gratitude is understanding that I am enough, I do enough, yeah. I have enough, right? Um, but the dissatisfaction is understanding that there's always room for growth, yeah. development, you know, improvement without judging myself at the same time, yeah. without beating myself up. Because again, as people, we tend to, if there's this, this target that might be a little bit out of reach or we stumbled or we failed, we'll start judging ourselves. Am I not good enough? Yeah. All, the, all the negative self-speak starts coming in and then we move further away from that, from that goal or that position we want to be in because of all of that negative chat. Yeah. Like I said, you've got the improvement, there's room for improvement, there's a room for change, real change, real development, but without that self-judgment, without that self-consciousness. Yeah. So what got you, have you always been very self-aware or is it a journey that you started at a particular age for a reason or something? I think, I think I was, I, I was very self-conscious when I was younger as a teenager. Yeah. There was a lot of egos, a lot of insecurities. So I think I looked at myself a lot, but not necessarily in a positive way. Yeah. Um, I think, when I started, actually when I started my career as a, as a QS and I started doing a lot of leadership courses and management courses, I started getting introdu introduced to certain concepts. Yeah. So I'd read books like, you know, The Seven Habits of Highly Successful People. Um, and but through that, I understood that there is a need for self-awareness, there is a need yeah. for constant self-review. Um, but again, the negative talk needs to be stemmed some yeah. way or one way or another. Um, so to answer your question, I think, the, the shift in mentality mm. definitely has has happened in my later 20s. Um, but it existed. I, I understood there was a need for it when I was younger. Yeah. But how I was doing it definitely improved as I Definitely improved. So you still, you're always reflecting on it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how, how do you reflect? What do you do? Do you have a journal that you keep? Is it something that you um, keep mentally? Um, a lot of it's mental, you know, and that was, again, just over the last few years. I've, I like to commit stuff to memory yeah. um, because I feel like it's more natural that way. But this, well, I say this year, about 2020 is when I first started journaling properly. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, for the first, particularly throughout lockdown, I was journaling daily. Um, now I journal, well, I try to journal once a week. Mm. Um, and I started meditating, um, again, just before lockdown. It's, it's crazy how it happened, but not long after it got made redundant, I started the business. Um, 
I went and saw a sister called Nah Jelly, who's also a girl. And one of the things I'd, I had never been taught to do was mm. pray. Um, and she taught me, you know, how we pray in our girl culture. Yeah. Um, and there's a lot of it, it was a lot like meditation. So I, I used that to incorporate into my meditation practice as well. So I, I meditate daily. Um, Is there a particular religion in God? No, I mean, there's, they've adapted through colonialism. There's a lot of yeah. like Christian adaptations, but we have a lot of Muslim girls as yeah. well. Um, but our, our, our girl culture is the yeah. religion. It's, it's one and the same. Us as a people, yeah. our food, our music, it is our itself, language, yeah. you know, it's all intertwined. Yeah. It's, it's not separate from itself. And then anything else outside of that has been introduced. It's been introduced. So when you say you're praying, it's actually, it's, you know, to the people, to, to, to the culture. To culture, to myself. Yeah, you to know, yourself. You know, yeah. We believe that we are part of that, that, end, that, that essence that is God. You yeah. know, we believe God is our first ancestor. Um, and nothing creates something that is less than itself. So if God made me, then you know what yeah, I'm just praying. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, but it's it's drawing upon that energy that, that we know exists. So have you always been learning? Like the whole thing you're talking about all the time is mm -hmm. it seems like learning, reflection, self. Have you always been this open to learning? Like what, school times, was you about the books? Yeah, I was, man. That, was that's about one the books, thing. Yeah. yeah, like I might have been a dickhead in school. But, <laughs> like, Remember the computer room in B Blood? Yeah, IT, yeah, IT, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, man. GCSE. Yeah, I'd, I'd go and eat my eat my food, and then um, I'd go and sit in there for the last twenty minutes and just do coursework. Oh, serious? Yeah. Yeah, man. I was about the books, bro. From you know, from young. That, that's mad. Considering the school that we went to, right, and um, the way it was set up, and considering you looked twenty five when you was <laughs> sixteen, right? That, that, that's that's almost I, I've almost stereotyped you as like one of the bad breeds that went to the schools. Bruv, you know what? Uh, like you couldn't you couldn't help but be yeah. foolish in Ashburton. You know what yeah. I mean? Um, but I I always enjoyed studying so from you, yeah. from young. I was always reading. My mum used to have to come and turn off my light when I was when I was younger. Um, Two a.m. three a.m. Yeah. sometimes. So I just always had. That, that first, just to, to for information. Uh, but did your mum or your father install that in you from a young age, or? Um, my mum's always been a reader, um, mm. but I think I can't say who I got it from. Um, I, I know my dad reads as well, um, but just that constant learning, always studying. You know, um, yeah, I think that's just a, that, that's a just something. Just a and, and as you've grown, because as you've grown up, it's changed now to self-development as much as it is book development. And exactly. And to the point where I've read so much self-development stuff that I, I actually, last year, started looking for stories again for more inspirational stuff. Because yeah. yes, you get inspired by the self-development, but I feel like there's nothing like a good, you know, story. What, no, fictional? Fictional, completely yeah, yeah. fiction, <laughs> made up. You know, like I used to love Harry Potter books. Like okay. midnight, I was at Tesco's. Getting Harry <laughs> Again, Potter. Right, that was me. I was I was on <laughs> Harry Potter, um, and then I stopped, like I said, for the self development. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, so yeah. But it, it, I find stories, same as movies and films, and even I, I'm a fan of anime and stuff like okay. that. They have Full their, Metal Alchemist. I have you know, but I've never watched it. I keep planning. <sighs> is it good? I keep planning to watch Bro. it because it's on Netflix. I keep planning. It's like, Ooh, do I really want to watch it? Is it good? Yeah. Guy. Watch both of them. There's Brotherhood as well. And again, what he talks about in there, sorry to cut you. No, because you're going to say the same thing, that yeah, there's a story like, to them. Yeah, it's a story, but then it also aligns itself with what this conversation we're having now and what's in those self-development books. It talks about transmutation and there always has to be a sacrifice. Yeah. If you want something, something has to give. And that's in all anime. In okay. all anime that I watch, obviously everybody loves Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. There always is a loss in order to take that next step. You always have to take a, a hit, a loss. Um, what is the other one? Attack on Titan. Okay. There's always some sort of. It's not. It might finish with a fairy tale ending ish, like yeah, somebody yeah. wins, 
But in order for you to get to the next step in growth, whether it be a superpower, whether it be financial gain, there's a loss somewhere or yeah. a sacrifice. No, there's not always a loss. I won't call it a loss. Yeah. But you have to give up your time. In real life, it will be time. If you're doing jiu-jitsu, it will be your body and having to push through that that, I don't know, barrier. That barrier, barrier yeah. yeah. You have to make that movement. And I agree. And I, that's one thing I love about you know the Japanese culture um, or the Asian culture generally is that, again, they intertwine mm. all of these things. People look at it and think it's cartoons, you know, but these are adult programs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I actually can't wait for my daughter to get old enough so I can start watching that type of stuff with her. Um, but they intertwine into the culture, so it's part of your being. Some of these morals, some of these principles, some of these understandings um, you carry through you on your day to day. It's not just a story. Yeah, and I think that's why it's getting bigger and bigger, I think, globally, because adults can see these and the stories all have a what would it be a meaning like i said harry potter harry potter overcomes stuff and mm. he he's pushing like when you watch the film there's not a straight fairy tale if you look deeper than uh deeper than the like the lines yeah, and the, the acting yeah. you'll see that there's a meaning to this story and him getting there his parents give up for him yeah. to get there so many people die mm -hmm. to make sure harry potter gets through he's to it yeah. Yeah, yeah and well one of the things that made me sad about harry potter i don't know if you the last book he, oh, yeah. um, he's just Definitely a normal Hallows. person. Yeah, no, yeah. there's one after. Um, the one that they did in the theatre. The yeah, Hallows. and he's just a normal... Oh, curse, is that what it is? Cursed, cursed child. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's just I, a normal I person. I went to the theatre to watch Harry Potter, bruv. This too. <laughs> no, that's no, a he is, he is. He, he, so, in, in Deathly Hallows, um, there was another guy called, I think it was N Nigel. He yeah. was also... He kind of fulfilled the prophecy as well. He's the one that cuts the head off the snake. Oh, okay, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. So it's like, was Harry Potter really the? <laughs> he was the. He was Harry, yeah. You know, but then in the Cursed Child, it goes on to say like, yeah, he lives just a normal life. He doesn't do yeah, anything yeah, yeah. outside of Voldemort. Voldemort was the, his purpose. Almost. Yeah, the be the the what's it called? The peak. <laughs> yeah, the peak there. Right. Yeah. You know, but he makes a reappearance. I'm not spoiling it for anyone because it's been out for years yeah. anyway. So you know, if you ain't seen it yet, it's your business. But, <laughs> um, he, re he reappears in... Voldemort does, yeah. Yeah, in Cursed Child yeah. to, um, for Harry's son. Mm. Uh, but the, the, the spirit that is Voldemort reappears for Harry's son. Um, and then again, that was almost like his purpose. That's when oh, it, it okay. it's who he becomes. Yeah. Um, you know, him and his son clash because of that journey that they need to go on. Okay. Um, so yeah, it's never really about, it was never really about him killing Voldemort. It was about him developing into this character, into yeah, this person, and, and becoming, yeah, because everything led up to him being that. And uh, like I said, I was, I was almost disappointed because in my head, Harry Potter was going to be the suit. Bro, we're talking about Harry Potter. I'm sorry, man. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought he was going to be the, the next Dumbledore. Like, no, he was going to no. be the most powerful. No, you know what? He's just a normal guy. He done what he needed to do. I remember, he didn't it. love that journey either. He did it yeah, because he, he felt yeah. he had to. There was a lot of people that were relying on him. You know, his name was his name. Yeah. Um, it was but his curse, wasn't it? It was his <laughs> curse. But like I said, that goal, that Voldemort, that goal is the same for every for a lot of us. We we hit a certain target, and because we were so focused on the goal itself, yeah. we're then like, oh, there's an anticlimax, yeah. rather than looking at who am I now that I've got this, and what can I then go yeah. on to do? You know, what what other goals, what other visions can I realize? Yeah, I, I think I've got no, a number of people that have managed to so-called succeed in life, and hit financial gains and celebrity fame and stuff like that by a certain age but that's where they peaked because they didn't know what they wanted to do after that because yes I managed to do I'm not going to say <laughs> whatever in it but they yeah. managed to do what that was the plan from a young age yeah 
but because I didn't know what I really wanted to do, I didn't set up. All I planned to do was do that, and now, now what do I do? Yeah. You didn't set yourself up. You didn't think, you know what, I could use that as a stepping stone now to be, like, said, like I was talking about Harry Potter, Prime Minister, because now I've got all the fame. It's like, no, you need to keep on adapting your goals. If your aim is to be, to own a Ferrari, Maybe your next aim is to uh, rent out a Ferrari company or something like that, isn't it? Yeah. And it, it look beyond, look beyond. But again, also under being grateful for where you are in any uh, given yeah, moment. I think you that's know, the biggest not thing. looking past that. And going back to what we were talking about at the start, being quiet over over the Christmas period, um, that's what it allowed me to do. Just take stock of the yeah. year that I'd been there, what I'd achieved, what I'd, what I'd managed to to do, and use it as a kind of like a boost for everything that's, that's to come. How old you do her? She's five. Uh, how has it been a father? Yeah, man, I've enjoyed it. Yeah. I've enjoyed it a lot, man. I mean, I've got the daughter that I asked for. Um, I said for that I didn't know how to pray, but I spoke about her so <laughs> yeah. much before she was here. Full of character, intelligent, beautiful. You put it out in the universe. Loving, yeah. you know. Uh, my daughter, my daughter, my wife wanted a boy first, but the way I would talk about Zelani before yeah, she was here, yeah. you know, she said, um, if I knew that you had to say it that much, like she would have prayed harder for the boy. Okay. Not that she doesn't want, want yeah, the girl, yeah, but, but you know, she would have prayed harder. Yeah, yeah. I would, I would you, that was talk it, yeah. about this girl, and I've got exactly the daughter that I, that I asked for. What right? does the name mean? Zelani means peace. It's a Zulu peace. name. It's a Zulu name, so you're straight into the heritage name. Straight, so she can't yeah. even escape. <laughs> straight into nothing going to, on. She's gonna have to go deep pole. She wants to get away from. See, you see, um, for me, being a father, like obviously, I still make mistakes. No yeah. one's perfect, but. Um, it, it's changing. I said, my daughter's birthday today. Everyone yeah. come, no one come round. No one come no round one, for yeah. her birthday. Quiet. No it's one quiet. quiet. Yeah. It was mad quiet. Like, we just done a little cake and that for her birthday. But the joy you get out of your children doing things and seeing them change and develop, I don't think there is a sensation like it. When I you see, see them, I, I talk to them, obviously it's lockdown now. I talk mm. to my other daughter daily now. I told mm. her I'm going to call her just to make sure she's doing her things. The enjoyment and satisfaction of her answering the phone and saying daddy is crazy it's like beautiful. i don't think you can actually tell somebody that they appreciate you for who you are and you're going to give everything that you can for them to succeed yeah and yeah it's, it's mad man i think it's it's there's something i think you even you posted a little while back about um your children have to want you to be their parent mm. I think it was, did you post that uh, so um, I don't know if I posted that, yeah. but you, the, yeah, the children have to want you. You can't just, yeah. Yeah, so that that adds to the, the enjoyment as well, that you're enjoying this process as a parent. You find it difficult, you have your days, but they actually are happy that you are that parent. Obviously, they don't necessarily have the barometer. They don't know what other kids yeah. really are experiencing in their homes beyond like playground talk. But when you know that that child genuinely is thriving and flourishing under your care, yeah. um, that is a that is a... That is a beautiful feeling, you know, that nurturing process is, yeah. is great. Um, and I learned as much from her um, as I'm sure she learns. I probably learned more from her. You know? <laughs> yeah, but I, I learned every day from my children. I woke my daughter up this morning with a kiss, obviously. I, I wake up mad early compared mm. to them lot. And I told her I was going to wake up to wish her happy birthday. And she didn't open her eyes. She just woke up and she just said to me, bruh, <laughs> too close to me, move. It's like, you know what? I, I wanted to wind her up even more, but I just yeah. thought, like, obviously she's joking with me and I'm mm. waking her up at like 4.30 in the morning. Yeah. She's not happy. And it's like, you know what? Yeah, that, that's just so cute. They're so happy just to be, to be a father. And mm. the idea that children need to accept you as a parent, that's why people struggle with their children as they get older. You have to lay the foundation from early 
Like, you can't dictate where they're going to be. Uh, there's nothing you can do that will make your child become a barrister or anything like right. that. You can only lay the best foundation right. that you can. Right. And like you said, like, put it, by putting me being the best that I can be, because, like, don't get me wrong, I, I'm, I think I'm a stone lighter than what I was at the beginning of lockdown. Yeah, well um, done, man. That's not easy to uh, Yeah, I, but I've got to keep on doing, but obviously supported by my brother and everyone else. Yeah. But... If I'm just gonna keep on putting on weight, what do I expect my children? Like, it might not happen, but I tell you, it's more likely that they're gonna put on weight and not be, not read books. And like, if I'm not showing them on a day-to-day -day basis what I'm doing, yeah, that commitment, you know, that discipline. Someone said to me, "Don't even speak so much in the things that are important um, that you wanted to instill yeah. in your daughter. She's gonna know by your example." Exactly that. That is it. Yeah, you know, and whether it's a weight thing or not. They, she might, or your children might, might not put on weight, but they may have a resentment to um, towards you yeah. because you didn't manage your own. You know, mm. one thing that I've always wanted to do is be able to play with my children at whatever age, <laughs> bro, and grandchildren, roll on the, roll yeah, on the yeah, floor, yeah, yeah. beating them in races until they get to like 13, 14. <laughs> I want to be that dad slash granddad. You understand? Um, but when you can't necessarily interact with them in the same way because of your energy levels, yeah. because of your